Sports Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Baseball. This game is being brought to you by the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. The Spidel Funeral Home with two locations in Mountie and in Brewster. Yoder Builders. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Call 695-7111. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. And by the Shout Brothers Farms. Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball is a presentation of Ultimate Sports Talk. Now let's go to the field for today's game. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Ducky Schroeder Field in Maslin, Ohio, at Washington High School. I'm Dave Mitchell, this afternoon on UltimateSportsTalk.com, and we have got regional baseball action for you here today, where the Waynedale Golden Bears, at 22-5 and on the year, making their first regional appearance in the OHSAA tournament since 1999, taking on the Burton Berkshire Badgers this afternoon at 15-9 and on the season. And the Badgers are making their first appearance in the regionals since 2010. The Bears won their first district championship last Tuesday with their 4 nothing win behind Evan Reidenbaugh over Manchester. The Bears come into this game with their first Wayne County Athletic League title in 17 years and winners of 16 of their last 17. And that's right. They did play a game on Monday against the number one Division I school in the state, Jackson, and lost that game 6 to nothing. We'll talk with head coach Justin McDowell about that game coming up a little bit later on in our pregame show. That broke the 16-game winning streak. Evan Reidenbaugh took the loss, but really, for all intents and purposes, it was just a glorified scrimmage as everyone pitched. Berkshire also played on Monday as they had a game against Mayfield High School, and they lost also 4-3. to They had won eight in a row prior to that loss. They were beating teams like Cuyahoga Heights, Walsh Jesuit, and Cardinal. They beat Gates Mills Hawken last Tuesday to win the district 4-1, to and it was their second win in three tries this year against Hawkins. Both teams are trying for their first ever trip to the Final Four next weekend in Columbus at Huntington Park. These teams, well, they've been on a collision course ever since two weeks ago when the sectionals began. And today's game at Maslin Washington Stadium is going to be a good one here this afternoon. Your coaches, Steve Smetana, is the head coach of the Badgers. Justin McDowell in his second year as head coach of the Bears. And today's pitchers, Jarrett Smetana, he is 3-1 and one on the season for the Badgers. He has got 31 stri- 38 strikeouts, I should say, in 31 innings pitched, and he's got an ERA of 1.35. And for the Bears, it will be their ace, Marcus Schlebaugh, going to the hill. 8-0 on the year, a .95 ERA this year in 10 appearances. Schlebaugh, 59 innings pitched. He has struck out 74 and walked only 10. So it's the Bears. And the Badgers here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. We'll be back to preview this afternoon's ball game, get you the starting lineups, and talk with both coaches right after this initial timeout. Former Ohio State and NFL quarterback Bobby Hoy. Growing up in Ohio, the lessons I learned through sports not only helped take me to the Ohio State University and the NFL, but they also apply every day in my career after sports. Lessons that build character, discipline, sportsmanship, and teamwork are what remain long after your playing days are over. Through interscholastic athletics, OHSAA member schools, 
help kids build a foundation for a lifetime of success. This message brought to you by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, both teams are getting set to get this one underway. Berkshire will be the home team on the scoreboard this afternoon. That means Waynedale is in the first base dugout right beneath us here in the press box at Ducky Schroeder Stadium. Our broadcast schedule, should the game, should the Bears win today, they will be playing in the championship game tomorrow. Now, Illyria Catholic won earlier this afternoon over the defending state champions, Canton Central Catholic, 2-1. to one. What an outstanding ball game that was thrown by Illyria Catholic here today. They played excellent defense and won on an error in the fifth inning that eventually led to their 2-1 to victory. Now, in that ball game, because Illyria Catholic won, the championship game, which was scheduled for tomorrow at 5, has been moved to 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. So should the Bears get into that, we will be on the air with the pregame show at around 12.45 coming up on Friday afternoon here from Ducky Schroeder Stadium. In softball action yesterday, Hillsdale defeated Bristol 3 to nothing. So now the Lady Falcons will play on Saturday against the winner of the Lisbon David Anderson and Plymouth winner, and that will be at noon on Saturday in that Division Four Kent Regional. Want to wish them good luck, and also want to wish good luck to the Northwestern Lady Huskies who are playing across the parking lot here at Maslin. They are taking on Columbia Station, Columbia, Columbia in the Division Three Maslin Regional Semifinal, and that is getting underway at the same time that this one will be getting underway also. And earlier today, Highland defeated Wheelersburg in the Division Three Chillicothe Regional Baseball Semifinal, and that was by a final score of 6 to nothing. Eric Mullet almost had his scoreless inning streak snapped in the second inning of that ball game. The For Wheelersburg, they had a batter lead off with a double, and then they, they bunted him to third, then two batters walked with one out, and then Wheelersburg hit into a 4-6-3 double play, and that ended the inning. And Mullet's scoreless streak continued, and he ended up winning the ball game here this afternoon by a final of six to nothing. We'll be back to preview this afternoon's ball game and talk with both coaches, Steve Smetana of the Badgers, Justin McDowell of the Bears. We'll do that right after this timeout on UltimateSportsTalk.com. This Wayndale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by Yoder Builders in Orville. The Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. The Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. The Spidell Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. And the Apple Creek Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Wayndale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in Ohio is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, it just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. 
It is just an outstanding day for baseball here at Ducky Schroeder Stadium in Maslin. Berkshire, 15-9 and under year, on the year under their head coach, Steve Smetana. He is in his eighth season as head coach of the Berkshire Badgers. Berkshire was the number six seed in their sectional, and they got into this game by beating Brookfield 6-1, to Orwell Grand Valley 10-1, to Warren Champion 5-4, to and then defeated Hawken last Tuesday afternoon in the dis- district title game. Four to one. Gordy Kosick went the distance for the win in that game. Berkshire was down one to nothing, but in the fifth, with a runner on second, senior Jared Squire developed, uh, hit an RBI single to left and then advanced to second on the throw. Sam Fisher, their leadoff man, then drove Squire home to give Berkshire the two to one lead. Junior Aaron Pollock had an RBI on a fielder's choice to score junior Brian Malkas from third and then Jared Smetana. Singled home Fisher for the Badgers' fourth run of the inning. With that win, the Badgers advanced to the regional round for the fourth time since 2006. They've been district champions in that 2006 season, then 2007, 2010, and again this year in 2016. They've won 12 conference titles since 1959, including seven in ten years between 2002 and 2011. Earlier this year, the Badgers won eight in a row. That streak ended on Monday with their loss to Mayfield 4-3. Jason Smetana is the starting pitcher for today. He's a right-hander, sports a 3-1 record with a 1.35 ERA. He struck out 38 in 31 innings, but they've got balanced pitching duties with Gordy Kosick and Nick Blazak, who also throws for the Badgers. His father and coach Steve was an excellent prospect coming up through the Red Sox organization, and he talks about how important baseball has been to his family. No, I think it's a great game. I mean, any, any type of sports that, um, that you're able to play and give your all to really helps you in a lot of other ways. You know, with your discipline and work ethic and, and just all around, you know, helps you be successful in life. And hopefully that's what, you know, has taught me and, and hopefully our, you know, our, our children and my nephews and all them. And, um, yeah, but it's, you know, baseball's a tough game. I always like to challenge myself, and, and I think uh, they all do. And, uh, you know, it can be a lot of fun, too. Let's pause now for our national anthem. Well, technical difficulties with this afternoon's national anthem. Let's move on now to Justin McDowell, who I talked to earlier before today's game. The Bears 22-5 and on the year in his second year, and he talked about the long layoff nine days that the Bears have had in between ball games. Justin, before you head into this afternoon's ball game, first of all, the layoff. Was it good? Was it bad? What do you feel about it? I think it was a little bit of both. I mean, we were, we were definitely hot. We'd won, you know, 17 in a row. One, two in a row. It's in a tough district, but it was good. We got healthy. We were we were pretty dinged up, had some bumps and bruises. Um, we got some guys healthy, which I think is an important thing. But um, you know, I think we're ready to go. We got a two-nut game again against Jackson on Monday, so that was a good one. So I think it was a little bit of both for us. Hopefully, it was more good than bad. You had a chance to throw pretty much everybody in that game against Jackson. Were you satisfied with the way they threw? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know they scored a couple off Evan, but we we had a chance to make a play and we didn't make a play, and then it kind of you know kind of compounded on that. But you know, I thought everybody pitched well. Definitely are down the line 
line guys pitched really well, which was happy, you know, if we had to throw them in there. But Marcus pitched well. You know, their coach, he, he knows a little bit about baseball, their players, and they thought they thought Marcus was the real deal. So coming from them, that's a pretty big deal. So uh, we're excited about it. You know, we that was a good game for us, and we hung with them, and I think that was a good, uh, you know, booster for us. This senior group, every sports season, they've taken one step further. Now they're in the regionals. How do you expect them to come into this game and, and approach it? Yeah. I think that, you know, we're a pretty loose group. You know, that starts with me. I, I try to keep everything fun, keep it loose for them. And, you know, that's real big. That's how they are. We play better when we're relaxed. We play better when we're loose and having fun. And I think that they're excited for it. We have some guys that played some big-time baseball. I mean, Nick Nick won a state championship in Legion, which not many kids do. And Aaron's played a lot of high-level baseball. Shane, Marcus. So I think they're ready to go. You know, we're, we're not looking over. We're not taking anything for granted. We're excited, happy to be here. But we're not done. We're not Good done. luck today. Thank you, Dave. Well, the Bears, as they head into this afternoon's ball game to get here, they defeated Norway 11 to 1. Chippewa 9 to 5 in 11 innings, in which most people were just happy to get by Chippewa in the district semifinal game. And then came Manchester the next day, and Evan Rydenball was on his game as the Bears dealt a shutout at the Panthers 4 to nothing as they won the district as a number three seed. Now, the Bears against Jackson on Monday, they did hit the ball pretty well. They had seven hits in the ball game, but they spaced everything out, and they just could not come up with the big hit. The Bears have won the district six times in their school's history in 1968, 69, 71, 77, 91, and 1999. Now, the first game went to Illyria Catholic, as we said, 2-1. to one. Now, the one thing that we learned about that game, and... Being a player, as I used to be, and played in a district championship game, the first batter of every inning is the most important hitter throughout this game for both pitchers, Smetana and Marcus Schlebaugh, this afternoon. And it was proven to be the case in the game earlier today between Elyria Catholic and Canton Central Catholic. Every time Elyria Catholic got the leadoff man on, they scored. That was in the first inning and in the fifth inning when they scored the decisive run in their 2-1 to victory. Now, again, the championship game has been moved because Elyria Catholic has got graduation tomorrow night. So they had to move the championship game from 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, and it will be played at 1 o'clock here at Ducky Schroeder Stadium in Maslin. Just a beautiful day for baseball. The clouds have been intermittent here today. We don't expect any rain, at least until after the 8 o'clock hour, and then we can probably get this ball game in. Let's take a look at the batting order for the visiting team on the scoreboard here this afternoon, the Waynedale Golden Bears. They will lead off Nick Strasbaugh, playing shortstop, batting 362. Ryan Weaver will bat second, playing left field, batting 329. Batting third is Evan Rydenbaugh in center field. He's batting 410. Shane Weaver with one homer and 20 RBIs, the cleanup man, batting 388. At number five will be Aaron Spidell. He leads the team in RBIs with 22. He's the catcher, batting 396, but he's been in a slump the last few games. Marcus Schlebaugh on the mound, batting 321. Colton Purdy will play second base this afternoon, batting 189, batting seventh. Jarrett Varner is the DH, the freshman, batting 333. He's hitting for the third baseman, Manny Camacho today. And Jarrett Wanzik is in right field, batting 333, and he is batting ninth. So it's Strasbaugh, Weaver, and Reidenbaugh, the top three. Weaver, Spidell, and Schlebaugh, the middle three. Colton Purdy, Jarrett Varner, and Wanzik will be the bottom three. Facing Jarrett Smetana. 
and he is in his eighth appearance. He has started seven games. This will be his seventh. He's pitched 31 innings, given up 11 runs, six of He's walked nine, struck out 38 on the year. He's got a record of three and one with a 1.35 ERA, and he has hit four batters this season. He is going to Kent State next year. So it's Smetana, the right-hander, tall, lanky right-hander, to face off against Nick Strasbaugh. And the first pitch of the ball game is upstairs to Nick for a ball, and we are underway. 78 degrees outside here at Maslin under overcast skies right now. And the 1-0 pitch to Nick, swung on, fly ball, left field, coming in the left fielder. Now going back, and it's over his head, and it is off the top of the fence. Nick's going to round second. He's going to go for two. Here's the throw from the outfield. He goes and slides into third with a triple. That fence out in left field at Maslin here is about 16 feet high, and it hit right off the facing of the Tommy Hendricks sign out in left center field. So Strasbaugh leads off the ball game with a triple. And the way that thing carried it hit just about five feet below the top of the fence. And it brings up now Ryan Weaver to the plate. Weaver hitting 329. Smetana working out of the stretch. And the pitch is down low for a ball. Ball one. Strasbaugh leads off the ball game with a triple. For Nick, that was his first triple of the year. Coming to the belt is Smetana. And the 1-0 is a strike at the belt to Ryan Weaver. 1-1 one one the count now. On deck is Evan Reidenbaugh for the Bears. What a way for Waynedale to start this one. Strasbaugh gets the lead off third. The 1-1 pitch. Squares the bunt. Weaver bunts it. Nice bunt past the mound. Strasbaugh will score. The throw to first base in time to get Weaver. But Weaver... On the suicide squeeze, drives home the first run of the ball game, and the Bears lead it now one to nothing. What an excellent bunt on the play by Ryan Weaver to bring home Nick Strasbaugh. And the Bears, just like that, lead it one to nothing, and it brings up Evan Reidenbaugh now with the bases empty. And the first pitch to Reidenbaugh is a called strike at the letters. 0-1 the count. Boy, Strasbaugh just missed hitting that thing out, but he comes home to score, and the Bears lead at one zip. And the 0-1 swung on, and Reidenbaugh reaches for the fastball, pops it up to short. Pollock is underneath it, and he grabs it for the second out of the inning. Defensively, for the Badgers, Duda is in left, Cossack in center, Malkus in right. Guanera is at third, Pollock at short, Fisher at second, Blazik is at first. Chapman is the catcher. And Smetana now backs off the rubber. He's got two down here in the first inning. The Bears have broken through with a run. They lead it one zip. And the pitch to Weaver is a curveball, low and outside. Shane taking. And it's one another count. Aaron Spidell, who's been in a slump, is on deck for the Bears. Smetana rocks into the wind, and the 1-0 swung on fly ball, center field. That thing is deep, and it is going to be go off the top of the fence. And Weaver will round second and hold right there with a double. That's another long fly ball that the Bears just hit the top of the fence and missed a home run. Weaver with a double out to right, left center field, just hitting the top of the fence. The Bears with two blasts and a run, and it brings up. Aaron Spidell. What a start for the Bears. Boy, they the wind is blowing out to right center field. 
Weaver's had one home run this year, but boy, did he put a jack into that one. Spidell leading the team with 22 RBIs on the year, batting 396, and he takes the first pitch upstairs for a ball. Weaver getting a good lead. Pollock trying to hold him close along with the second baseman, Fisher. Spidell at the plate. Smetana checks Weaver at second. That pitch is high and in tight. Spidell had to twist away from that high and in tight fastball. And the count now is 2-0. Marcus Schleybaugh, Mr. Clutch, is on deck. Smetana bent over at the belt. Peers back at second to Weaver. The 2-0 swung on and grounded to short to Pollock. He bobbled the baseball. It goes to the second baseman, Fisher. And everybody will be safe on the first error of the ball game. So that's the first error of the game committed by the shortstop. Runners are now at first and third. And let's see what Justin McDowell wants to do with the runner at third. And now, pitcher, or the coach... Steve Smetana is coming out to talk to the home plate umpire about something and now turns around and walks away, and now the home plate umpire is going to go out and talk to the base umpires. Not sure if he had something to discuss about what was going on with Aaron Spidell, but now the base umpires are in talking with the home plate umpire. Any idea what they might be talking about, Aaron? Steve Smetana came out and discussed something over with the home plate umpire, and now... They break up the conversation, and they now will go back over to the third base dugout, talk to Smetana, tell him everything is kosher, and let's play baseball. So runners are now at first and third for the Bears with two down here in the first inning. Not sure what that was all about, but now Mr. Clutch, Marcus Schleybaugh, will step in. Evidently, the discussion at home plate was about interference. They thought maybe Aaron Spidell interfered with it. I'm not quite sure why, but they did. Nonetheless, Spidell leads off at first base. He's holding. Now the pitch, the, no, it wasn't a pitch. He stepped off, and now the side umpire, Brandon Giles at first base, and Justin McDowell is screaming for a balk, and now the base umpire is going to call a ball. And Smetana is going to come off the mound, and he's going to argue. And now the home plate umpire, he's saying the run from third will score. Spidell goes to second, and the Bears lead it 2 to nothing on the balk. I'm not sure if he did balk, but nonetheless, it looked rather strange as to what Smetana did. And now Steve Smetana is coming out, and he's yelling that you didn't call it until Justin McDowell argued and Brandon Giles argued. And to be quite honest, he's right. The base umpire did not call anything. And then when Justin McDowell and Brandon Giles argued about it, that's when he called the balk. And now all the base umpires and the home plate umpire are still talking with Steve Smetana, and now he's going to walk back toward the third base dugout. And the Bears, nonetheless, on the balk, send Spidell to second. Weaver comes home to score, and it is now two to nothing. And Schleybaugh has yet to see a pitch. Smetana comes set at the belt. Spidell gets the leadoff second, and the pitch is high and in tight to Schleybaugh. 1-0 the count. That's the second batter in a row that Smetana has started off with a high and tight fastball. 1-0 the count. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on, popped up over on the third base side, but it will go out of play. Over near the hitting pavilion that they have here at Maslin, Washington, Ducky Schroeder Stadium. Most schools have a batting cage. Maslin has a hitting pavilion. 
And the 1-1 pitch swung on, fly ball out in the left field. Coming in the left fielder, Duda. He's got a beat on it, and he grabs it for the third out of the inning. But in the inning for the Bears, they pick up two runs on two base hits, one error by Berkshire, and the Bears leave one man on as we head to the bottom of the first inning in this regional semifinal game. Your score is Waynedale 2, Berkshire coming to bat. The Apple Creek Banking Company is a full-service community bank offering checking and savings accounts, installment, mortgage, and commercial loans. While being able to offer all of the services of a large bank, the Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities they serve and the people and businesses that make those communities great. The staff at the Apple Creek Banking Company truly cares about its customers and helps them choose the products that best meet their needs. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Back at Ducky Schroeder Stadium, 2-0 Waynedale. We got clarification on the balk now. What happened was Smetana picked up his front foot, put it down, then turned and threw to first base, and that is indeed a balk. Here's the batting order for the Badgers. They will lead off Stan Fisher, batting 395, the second baseman. Aaron Pollock, the shortstop, batting 377 with two home runs on the year, batting second. Jarrett Smetana, the pitcher, batting 437, hitting third. Gordy Kosick, the cleanup hitter this afternoon, playing center. Miles Chapman is the catcher, batting fifth, hitting 309. Then comes Nick Garnera. He's the third baseman, hitting 298. Nick Blaze the first baseman hitting 240. The DH this afternoon for the left fielder Justin Duda is Jared Squire. He's hitting 200. And Brian Malkus is the right fielder batting 186. So it's Fisher, Pollock, and Smetana. The top three, Kosick, Chapman, and Guarnera. The middle three, Blazik, Squire, and Malkus. The bottom three against Marcus Schlebaugh for the Bears. The right-hander with a 0.95 ERA, 8-0 on the year. This will be his 11th appearance of the season. He's also picked up two saves. Schlebaugh, 74 strikeouts in 59 innings. He's walked 10. He's given up only 8 runs, earned runs on the year, 13 runs total, and 47 hits on the year. He'll face it off against Stan Fisher, the second baseman, batting 395 on the year for the Badgers. Schlebaugh has got the fastball, the curveball, and the changeup, but he has excellent location. And the first pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. 0-1 the count. Bears with two big bombs in the first inning, a double and a triple by Strasbaugh and Weaver, and they lead it 2-0 with the eight of a balk. And that pitch is just off the outside corner, ball one. One and one the count. Fisher, really good hitter, good leadoff man, takes a lot of pitches, walks a lot. He also can steal a base when given the opportunity. And the one-one pitch, that's down low and outside. He's a right-handed hitter, two and one the count. Chokes up on the aluminum bat, stands in the middle of the batter's box. He's got 10 walks on the season, struck out seven times this year. And the 2-1 is on the outside corner in the count. Evens now at 2-2. Two and two. Sun popping out here in Maslin. 2-2 two and two the count to the leadoff man here in the bottom of the first. 
Schlebaugh working out of the wind, gets the sign, and deals the two-ball, two-strike pitch, swung on and tapped to third base. Coming in Camacho, playing third today. He'll throw to first in time. So there's one away. Defensively for the Bears, it's Ryan Weaver in left, Evan Reidenbaugh in center, Jarrett Wanzik in right. You heard me say Manny Camacho playing third today, and he is. Justin McDowell thought about it for nine days and decided to go with Camacho at third today. Strasbaugh at short, Purdy at second, Weaver at first, Spidell behind the plate, and Schlebaugh with one away here in the first inning. Deals to Aaron Pollock, batting 377 on the year, and he takes that first pitch upstairs for a ball. 1-0 the count to Pollock. Berkshire in the old Houston Astros type looking out outfits today. If you remember those rainbow uniforms that the Astros used to wear, that's pretty much what Berkshire's wearing. That pitch is upstairs, 2-0. Their colors are purple and gold, and if you remember Warren Champion a year ago when Wayndale went to the girls' softball regional, that was the colors that Warren Champion had, purple and gold. 2-0 the pitch to Pollock. That's a strike over the outside corner. Schlebaugh came back with the heater, 2-1. That little tidbit of information... Can't take credit for that one. And that pitch, two and one the count, and that's a low and outside, three and one. Three balls, one strike the count. We're in the bottom of the first inning here from Ducky Schroeder Stadium. I'm Dave Mitchell here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Glad to have everyone along here this afternoon in this regional semi. And that pitch is upstairs, and Schleyball walks his first batter of the afternoon. One away. One man on, and it brings up Smetana. Smetana hitting 437 on the year, 37 RBIs. He has struck out only three times this year, walked 12. He's been hit by one pitch and no home runs on the year. Tall, lanky, right-handed hitter, stands close to the plate. Getting the lead off first base is Smetana, or is Pollock, and Pollock has stolen seven bases this year, and throw over to first base, back with a head first dive is Pollock. And now the first base umpire is going to come in, and he's going to have a chat with Schlebaugh, because there's Schlebaugh's having problems with the mound, and now they clean off the rubber, and everything is fine, and we'll play baseball again. Pollock getting the lead off first. He's got a good lead over at first base. Schleybaugh always peers over the right shoulder. He's holding, and that pitch is down low. And the count, 1-0. Schleybaugh always seems to struggle in the first inning. Today, same case scenario, as it always takes him a little while to find the strike zone. Throw over to first base, back with a head first dive is Pollock. Schlebaugh's got a good move, and you got, can't forget about Aaron Spidell and the gun he's got behind home plate. Schlebaugh comes set at the belt. He peers over at Pollock over his right shoulder. There he goes, pitched down low, and it's dr- bunted out to set shortstop. Strasbaugh bobbled the baseball, and he has no play anywhere. So Nick evens the errors up at one apiece, and now the Badgers... Have runners at first and second. Pollock, who was running, he would have been safe at second. Nick had no play there, but he just 
couldn't come up with the baseball cleanly to get Smetana at first base. So now Smetana is at first, Pollock at second, and brings up Kosick. Gordy Kosick hitting 315 on the year. He's got 16 RBIs on the season. Right-handed batter stands deep in the batter's box. Schlebaugh with one away. And the first pitch to Kosick is upstairs again, ball one. Marcus really struggling with his location here early in the ballgame. Miles Chapman is on deck. He's the catcher. 1-0 the count. Schlebaugh again comes set. Checks the runners at first and second. That pitch swung on and missed. Nice fastball down at the knees. And the count evens at 1-1. 2-0 Dale here in the bottom of the first inning. On a overcast, sometimes sunny, 78-degree day. Best day of the year for baseball. And the 1-1 from Schlebaugh swung on and fouled over the first base side and out of play. Back into the crowd, and the count now 1-2 to Kosick. Marcus has gotten the ball upstairs to the first four hitters. He's got to try to get it down here to Kosick with one away in the first. Runners at first and second. They're holding. Now they're going in the pitch on a hit and run. Hit to second. Picked up by Purdy. He'll throw to first in time. That advances the runners on the hit and run. Kosick grounds out to second. Two away. But the tying run is at second base now here in the bottom of the first inning. Runners at second and third. And it brings to the plate Miles Chapman, the catcher. Chapman hitting 309 on the year. Ten RBIs on the season. He has struck out six times, walked six times. This Berkshire team, a very good base running team. Chapman, a left-handed hitter. Miles Chapman just followed me on his Twitter today. After he heard we were doing the game, he followed me on Twitter. And the first pitch to Chapman is down low for a ball. Schleyball elects to work out of the stretch position with runners at second and third. One or no the count to Chapman. Nick Guarnera is on deck. Coming to the set is Schleybaugh. And the pitch swung on. Fly ball center field. Coming over is Rydenbaugh. He's under it. Grabs it for the third out of the inning. So, Berkshire, well, they threaten but do not score. They get a runner on via the walk and an error. No runs, no hits. One Waynedale error. And Berkshire leaves two on base. As we head to the second, it's Waynedale two. Berkshire nothing on ultimatesportstalk.com. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sansi today, 330-830-9760. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. 
Hey, it's 2-0 as we head into the second inning of play. While we've got an opportunity, I want to send out good wishes, because I know he's listening this afternoon, to Harold Oswald. Harold underwent heart surgery about a week and a half ago, and I know he would be here at this game if he could be, but according to the doctor, uh uh-uh, you're not going anywhere today. So, Harold, at home, wish you were here. Glad you're doing well, and hopefully the Bears can bring home a victory for you here this afternoon. They lead it 2 to nothing here from Ducky Schroeder Stadium. It will be Colton Purdy, Jarrett Varner, the DH, and Jarrett Wanzik, the right fielder. The bottom three hitters going against Jarrett Smetana, who had a rough first inning, gave up a triple, a double, balked home a run, and that's where we stand right now at 2 nothing. Purdy, right-handed hitter, batting 189, and the pitch is taken over at the knees. Nice curveball, strike one. They tell me Smetana has got a fastball in the middle to upper 80s. Nice curveball, but his changeup is really the one that you got to look out for. Purdy ahead of that pitch, grounds it wide of third and foul, and the count now is 0-2. Varner on deck, he's the DH. This entire field is enclosed in fence, so... If a ground ball goes past the bases, you've got to chase it down before they can go to the next pitch. And the 0-2 pitch to Purdy is upstairs above the bill of the cap. 1-2 and two now the count. Purdy had one of the bigger hits last week against Manchester. To drive home the second run. And the pitch swung on and grounded foul off his instep. Over to the third base coach's box where Justin McDowell picks it up smoothly and will hang on to the baseball. And the count now goes to one and two to Purdy. And the pitch swung on and missed. He went after a low curveball. Strikeout. First strikeout of the ball game by Smetana. And it brings to the plate the freshman Jarrett Varner. Varner has really hit his way into the lineup over the past few weeks. He's batting 333 on the year. Varner, the DH here this afternoon for Manny Camacho. And he swings and fouls that pitch straight back and out of play. 0-1 the count. Varner has had 24 at-bats at the varsity level. Six hits. Three RBIs. Smetana's 0-1. That is a curveball, and it's over at the heart of the plate. Called strike two. Delayed call by the home plate umpire, but a strike nonetheless. And the count is 0-2. And that pitch swung on and grounded. Past the mound, picked up by the shortstop Pollock. His throw over to first base in time to Blazik. And Varner gives up the second out of the inning. Two away, and it brings up Jarrett Wanzik. He's also batting 333 on the year. Wanzik, 25 hits on the year in 75 at bats. Nine RBIs coming in. Two down, and the pitch to Jarrett. Swung on and missed. Could not catch up to that fastball. 0-1 the count. 2-0. Waynedale leads it. Two down here in the second. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate. That's a high and outside pitch, but they'll say it's over the outside corner. And the count is 0-2. Guess we're going to have to wait a few seconds before the home plate umpire gives us a decision. That pitch is swung on and foul tipped straight back. Wanzik was right on that fastball, but fouled it straight back, and the count stays 0-2. 
Wanzik, right-handed hitter. Excellent bunter. And the pitch to the plate. That's down low. Jarrett taking. Count now goes to one ball and two strikes with two down here in the first. Nick Strasbaugh is on deck. The wind by Smetana and the 1-2 pitch is swung on and grounded right back to the mound. Nice stop by Smetana on the backhand. Throw to first base in time. And that will do it for the Bears here in this second inning of play. Nobody comes across. Three up, three down for the Bears here in the second inning. And as we go to the bottom of the second, your score is still Waynedale 2 and Berkshire nothing. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Okay, so this Nudible, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. Back here at Ducky Schroeder Stadium, excellent facility here at Maslin. It's a grass infield. The grass is rather high, so anything hit to the infield is going to slow down a lot. The base pads, though, are not dirt. They are all grass. This is like an artificial turf field that you used to see, and they don't have any base pads. The outfield, 312 down the left field line, 310 down the right field line, 362 to left center field, 350 to right center field, and 375 to dead center field. Schlebaugh getting ready to deal his second inning of work, and he'll bring to the plate the third baseman Nick Garnera, Nick Blazak, and Jared Squire. Strasbaugh into the wind, and the pitch is outside for a ball. 1-0 the count. Garnera. Hitting 298 on the year. Right-handed hitter. Stands deep in the batter's box. And the pitch to the plate is a called strike. One and one the count. One and one the count. Schleball into the wind. And the one-one pitch to the plate. That's down at the knees for a called strike. One and two now to Garnera. Blazek on deck. Schlebaugh shakes off one sign. Camacho drops back behind the bag at third now. And the 1-2 swung on and grounded right back to the mound. Schlebaugh picks it up, underhands it to first base. And there's one away here in the second inning. Nick Blazek coming up to the plate now. He's the first baseman hitting 240 on the year. Lazak, six strikeouts on the season. Right-handed batter, and the one-out pitch to the plate. That is over at the belt for a called strike. We said in the pregame show that the most important hitter in this ballgame for both pitchers would be the leadoff man. Well, the Bears have gotten theirs on in the first inning, scored two runs. 
Berkshire has not. That pitch swung on and fouled straight back and out of play by Blazak, and the count now is 0-2. Berkshire came into this game with a record of 15-9 and on the year. They won eight in a row to get into this ball game and then lost on Monday in a quickly thrown together game, and that pitch is high and outside just off the plate to Blazek. One and two now the count. This field set just to the south of Paul Brown Stadium here at Maslin Washington High School. Matter of fact, the scoreboard is just over the right center field fence, and that pitch is swung on. Fly ball to right field. Moving to his left is Jarrett Wanzik, and he'll grab it for the second out of the inning. So there are two away as Blazek flies out to right, and it brings up Jared Squire. Squire, the DH, hitting 200 on the year. He's batting for Justin Duda, the left fielder. Two down here in the second. Bears lead it two to nothing. The indoor football facility is over the left field fence here at Washington, and it's got a steel roof, and it is hard to see. (laughs) When the sun hits that roof, it beats right in here to the press box. That pitch is a called strike at the knees. 0-1 the count. You almost wonder if it hurts the batter. Maybe that interferes with their line of sight when the sun beats down on that roof. 0-1 the count to Squire, and that pitch swung on and fouled back against the backstop. The backstop here at Schroeder Stadium is almost like Wrigley Field. They've got the brick facade around the backstop, and it's not very deep. So anybody who tries to score from third is taking their baseball life in their own hands on a wild pitch. 0-2 the count, two down, and the pitch is upstairs. Holds off. Squire didn't offer at it, and the count now 1-2. Brian Malkus is on deck. Schlebaugh rocks into the motion. The 1-2 pitch to the plate swung on. Pop foul over to the first base side. Spidell is going to give chase, and it hits on top of the roof here in the press box and falls out of play. And the count stays one and two. Two nothing, Waynedale on top of it. Camacho now will back up at third base, play behind the bag. Weaver behind the bag at first base. Outfield playing Squire straight away. Schleyball holds the baseball in his right hand, then puts it into his glove after he gets the sign. Rocks into the motion. And the one two swung on and just staying alive as Squire as he fouled it back to the Brick facade, and it bounced right back to the pitcher's mound to Schlebaugh, where he'll get a new baseball. And the count stays one and two. One ball, two strikes, the count. Into the wind. Schlebaugh, and the one two. That is just upstairs, ball two. Two balls, two strikes, the count now to Squire who's fouled off a few pitches and stayed alive here and now is even the count at 2-2. Two and two. Schleybaugh, the 2-2 pitch to the plate, swung on, popped up out into first base land. Shane Weaver out on the lip of the outfield grass will grab it back, pedaling into the outfield, and that'll do it for the Badgers here in the second inning of play. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody across. Your score heading to the third. It is still 2 nothing. Waynedale on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. 
know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and help save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Well, it's 2 nothing. Wayne Dale leads it as we head into the third inning. And joining us now here on UltimateSportsTalk.com is the sports editor of the Worcester Daily Record, Aaron Dorkson. Aaron, thanks for joining us here today. Yeah, Dave, I'm glad to do it. You're doing a really good job when I've seen you at these <laughs> different games. Definitely, definitely know your stuff. <laughs> thanks a lot. Hey, I'll tell you, Nick is going to lead it off. Nick Strasbaugh, then Ryan Weaver, and Evan Reidenbaugh. And Nick just missed a home run in his first at bat. That ball just kept going and going, and that's something I haven't seen all year. You look at Wayne Dale's team stats, they have one home run all year. Most of the teams we cover have only hit a couple. I've, I'm kind of lobbying the OHSAA to go to a lower seam ball that's going to fly further. There's like no power in high school baseball, but they're crushing it today. They are. They're really doing a good job. Weaver got a hold of one out to that 375 mark in center field. How have you felt about the way Smetana is pitching so far? Is he what you expected? Yeah, I mean, you know, both pitchers coming in, we're going to throw about 85. I think maybe his fastball's straight, and they're just getting right on it. You know, they've definitely shown they can hit his fastball. As you see there, he throws a curveball. I think he's going to have to change speeds. He's, You know, most pitchers, though, will try to the first time through the order establish the fastball, but they jumped him, didn't they? They did. Nick takes the second pitch. The first pitch was a curveball, as Aaron said, for a called strike. Second pitch is outside, and the count evens at one and one. Ryan Weaver then is on deck, and then comes Evan Reidenbaugh. Nick watches that curveball drop in at the knees. One and two the count. Strasbaugh and Spidell should be an excellent addition to the College of Worcester next year. Oh, my gosh. The coaches at the College of Worcester are so excited to have them. That pitch is swung on and missed, but it gets away from the catcher. Going down to first base is Strasbaugh. Not in time on the throw from the catcher, Chapman. So on the error, Strasbaugh reaches first base. Second error of the ball game against the Badgers. So now the Bears have the leadoff man across. And Aaron, like I said on the pregame show, in these games, it's the leadoff man that really is the key figure. Yeah, that's so huge. And you just showed there one of the reasons why they're so excited at Worcester to have Nick. His speed, his athleticism, you know, he struck out, didn't hang his head. He sprinted down the line. He's on as a leadoff guy. So Nick getting the leadoff of first base. Smetana comes set. Ryan Weaver takes the first pitch at the knees for a called strike. 0-1 the count. On the year, Strasbaugh uh, on the season, 19 stolen bases. He's tied for the team lead with Aaron Spidell. Getting a good lead, turns Matana, and he'll throw to first, and back with a head first dive is Rydenbaugh. His stolen base went right down when he hurt his hamstring, but now it appears to be, I think that nine-day layoff really helped him off. Yeah, a nice warm day like this. I mean, most of the season was played in like 40-degree weather, it seemed like, but... All the muscles should be loose today. What would you say the temperature was, Dave? About 78 degrees. Yeah, it feels warmer with the sun beating on us. It does. Now Smetana takes a long time and steps off the back of the rubber. And the count, 0-1 to Ryan Weaver, who, again, as we said, has the dubious distinction of being hit by the most pitches this year for the Bears 16 times. There goes Nick at second, or at first, and 
Swung on and missed is Ryan Weaver. Foul tipped it. I'm sorry. Straight back and out of play, and the count goes to 0-2. Now Strasball will come back to first base. It's been a lot of fun to watch this Wayndale team this year. I, I maybe put a little pressure on them with them on the preseason <laughs> cover, and then they start out 0-2, but I had some fun on social media and had Justin holding that cover up. They've definitely lived up to their billing. You did. Swung on and missed by Weaver. Strike three. And you got to be a little older to remember why you did that cover. It had to do with Corey Snyder and Joe Carter, didn't it? Yeah, I knew that I wanted to put baseball on, and I was thinking maybe Wayne Dye. I looked through some old magazines, and we made it look like the, the one you mentioned with uh, Joe Carter and Corey Snyder. But I, I really don't believe in jinxes, so. Yeah. Strasbaugh now with Reidenbaugh. He grounds it to short. Picked up by the shortstop Pollock. He throws to second in time for one. Throw to first base in time to get Reidenbaugh. And the Badgers pull the 6-4-3 double play to end the inning here in the third. The Bears, they get a runner on, but cannot bring him across. And as we head to the bottom of the third inning, your score, it's still Waynedale 2 and Berkshire nothing. This Waynedale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by the Harvest Market in Apple Creek, Miller Custom Exteriors, Shop Brothers Farms, Murphy's Promotions, Deb's Den in Apple Creek, Casa de Sassi, Lem's Pizza, and PNC Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Well, it's 2 nothing as we head into the bottom of the third inning here. Aaron Dorkson joining us on UltimateSportsTalk.com. And I'll tell you what, Berkshire did a nice job there. And, okay, now there is where... I just noticed that Shane Weaver had to turn away from a ball being thrown from Nick Strasbaugh at shortstop because of the sun off of that roof in left field. That thing is, is almost a hazard, Aaron. That, that is really a glare. I mean, it looks like there's a UFO out there or something, man, just blasting the light at us. Comes right into this press box. We are located just down the first base line here at Ducky Schroeder Stadium. And it will be it will be Brian Malkus, the number nine hitter, and then to the top of the order, Stan Fisher and Aaron Pollock. Malik, Malkus, the leadoff man here in the third inning of play, leading it off. He's batting 186 on the year. Right-handed batter takes that first pitch over the inside corner for a called strike. And after that first inning, Aaron, it appears that Marcus is. Settled down, and he's starting to locate his ball, his fastball better. Yeah, I mean, talking to people about Marcus, they say sometimes he starts out a little rough, but once he zeroes in on that control, he's just such a polished pitcher from what I've seen and what, I, what I've heard. You know, a lot of kids can, not a lot, but, you know, a decent number can throw the ball 85, but then to also be a pure pitcher like he is, that's why he's undefeated. He is. He's very good, and he spots the ball extremely well. That pitch swung on and missed 0-2. And now the 0-2 pitch to the plate, swung on, fly ball, center field coming in, riding ball, not going back. He's got it underneath it and grabs it for the first out of the inning. So Malkus flies out to medium deep center field, and it brings up Stan Fisher. Fisher, the second baseman, grounded out to third his first time up. 0 for 1 in the ball game. 
this will be interesting to see now we're to the top of Berkshire's order. They've all seen Marcus one time. You know, who makes the adjustments? Will they pick something up, or does, does Marcus maybe go to some other pitches now and give them a different look? Well, he's been staying mainly with his fastball from what I can tell, but we'll see what he does. And that pitch is swung on and grounded to second. Nice big hop wow. comes up to Purdy. Boy, he did a nice job of sticking with that thing as it took a big hop right up near his face. He grabbed it and threw it to first base in time to get the runner. That was a big league play. It looked the whole way like it was a low grounder and it hit something. The field's probably gotten a lot harder here in the last week or two and almost hit him in the head and he caught it. So Aaron Pollock with two outs here in the inning will come up. He walked his first time up. Pollock, right-handed hitter, the shortstop. Schlebaugh into the wind and the two-out pitch to the plate. That is a ball outside. Went with the fastball. Well, the one thing that Marcus is doing in this inning, though, Aaron, is he's getting the ball lower. He's not throwing it up high. Yeah, and it's the feature story I wrote on uh, he and Evan Reidenbaugh. They talked about that. Swung on and grounded to third. Manny Camacho picks it up on the big hop. We'll get back to that here in a second at the end of the inning as Camacho throws him out at third. So Pollock grounds out to third, a 1-2-3 inning again for Schlebaugh. And as we head to the fourth, it is Waynedale 2 and Berkshire nothing. Experience a pleasant atmosphere and homemade comfort food daily at Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. There's no assembly line food at Deb's Den. Everything is handcrafted and fresh, from the sandwiches to the soups and sides and the dinner specials every day. Stop in for breakfast Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Well, your three-inning line score here this afternoon for the Bears. Two runs on two hits. They've left one man on base, and they have committed one error in the ballgame. For Berkshire, they've got no runs on no hits so far in the ballgame. They have committed two errors, and they have left two men on base. Jarrett Smetana coming out to start the fourth inning of play. Bears lead it 2 to nothing. Now, in case you missed it, the championship game, which was scheduled for tomorrow afternoon in this tournament at 5 o'clock, has now been moved to 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. That's because Elyria Catholic, who won the semifinal game earlier today against Canton Central Catholic, has their graduation ceremony tomorrow night. So they need to get the game done as quickly as possible. Can't blame anybody for a scheduling problem there, Aaron, but, <laughs> you know, have to look at it and say, wow, okay, they didn't, they didn't get that thought yeah, through. Yeah, you know, you have to do what you have to do this time of year. I know the NCAC with the College of Worcester has had to make adjustments, but hey, if, you know, if I'm Wayne Dale and I win this game, let's, let's go ahead and play it at one o'clock, maybe. <laughs> you know, let's, instead of sitting around thinking about it, getting a little nervous, let's play ball. Shane Weaver will lead it off for the Bears, then comes Aaron Spidell and Marcus Schlebaugh. Weaver had the double to left center field in the first inning, and he takes that first pitch, a curveball down in the dirt for a ball. He crushed that ball. That might be the farthest hit ball I've seen all year. The center field fence says 375. He probably hit it about 370, the part of the park he hit it. That pitch swung on and grounded to short. Pollock comes in, takes it on a nice short hop, throws over in time to get Weaver at first base. So there's one away here in the fourth. And just like the initial game, this game moving along very, very quickly here tonight. One away, Aaron Spidell in the fourth inning. He reached on an error by the shortstop his first time up, so he is 0 for 1 in the ballgame. 
And the pitch from Smetana is taken down low for a ball. Nice stop by the catcher Chapman as he popped out and put his glove down. 1-0 the count. Spidell another one that... That pitch swung on and grounded wide of third and foul. Gets past the third base bag, but... He's another athlete that I think Tim Petterini is happy to have at the College of Worcester. Oh, without a doubt, after I saw Aaron play basketball and the way he can shoot the three and slam dunk, I mean, I actually think he can play basketball there as well. What a great athlete he is. What do you think Petterini's thoughts are for him, going back to the outfield or catching? Outfield. Is he going back to the outfield? I think it just shows what a team player he is and uh, athletic, that he could step back there at catcher. They just felt like they didn't have a a catcher. Uh, There was an injury. That pitch, right. that pitch swung on and missed by Spidell. And the count now one and two. Schlebaugh is on deck. And that pitch way high and outside. Smetana looks at his hand and kind of rubs like he lost control of that one. Now reaches down and grabs some dirt. It's not a good sight when you see that ball go flying all over. But sometimes that's a good strategical move. Yeah. You, uh, the Wayne County legend Dean Chance, he was famous for that. He would purposely in warm-ups let a few hit the backstop. <laughs> that pitch is in tight to Spidell. So he throws one high and outside, and then the next one comes in tight. Yeah. And the count now three and two to Aaron. Three balls, two strikes. Smetana shakes off a sign, and now Spidell backs away from the plate, takes time. Playing deep at third is Garnera. One away, and the pitch to Aaron. 3-2 is swung on and grounded to short. Picked up by the second baseman, Fisher. And Fisher throws over in time for the second out of the inning. Well, it was a rough start for Jarrett Smetana, but now you're seeing you know, why he's so effective. Dave, I was telling you before the game, I grew up in Chardon, lived there until my early 20s, and Berkshire's right next to it. I, I know his dad. I used to play some ball with him and his brother. It's a great baseball family. His dad started as a pitcher at Kent State, and three years in AAA for the Red Sox. So it's you know Jarrett Smetana has been raised around baseball and taught the right way. Well, we talked to Smetana. The coach, Steve, heard that from him about that early in the game, in the pregame show. The first pitch to Marcus Schlebaugh is down at the knees for a called strike, and the second pitch swung on and missed. And the count now 0-2 to Marcus Schlebaugh with Purdy on deck. 2 nothing. Waynedale leads it here in the fourth. Now Smetana didn't like... The grip he had on the ball backs off the rubber. Now back on top, and the 0-2 pitch to Schleybaugh down in the low and outside. And what, though, so far, Marcus Schleybaugh has outpitched. I mean, he's had a little better control. I think he's throwing just about about as hard. Schleybaugh, the 1-2. That pitch, check swing down in the dirt. And the count evens at 2-2. Two and two. And Smetana, I'm not sure what he's upset about there. He, I don't know if he was arguing with his catcher or if he was upset at the pitch call. But he wasn't happy after that pitch. The 2-2 pitch to Schleybaugh swung on and grounded wide of third. Nice, nice stop by Justin McDowell in that third base coach's box. He's like Omar, doesn't need a glove. <laughs> he got a candy hop, though. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow morning when the bruise heals, he'll say it was a high chopper. And that one's taken high and inside to Schleybaugh. And the count now 3-2. and two. 
what a what a blessing to have Justin, a guy you know just fresh out of college and all his knowledge and success, and he's real competitive to work with this team. It's been a nice fit. That pitch is a called strike three, fooled Schlebaugh as he goes down looking. So the Bears go one, two, three in the ball game. That's the third strike out of the contest for Smithana. And as we head to the bottom of the fourth, it is still Waynedale two and Berkshire nothing. The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities it serves and the local businesses that operate in those communities. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Amish craftsmanship revered worldwide. Dutch quality stone products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. In the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch quality stone provides a stunning collection of fine veneer stone readily available for dependable, easy-to-install options for homes and commercial properties. In our corner of the world, people believe in doing things right. Hard work, honesty, and genuine care. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Dover Road in Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. Well, as we head to the bottom of the fourth inning of play, it is still Waynedale 2, Berkshire nothing. Waynedale got two runs in the top of the first inning with a double, a triple, a bulk, and that scored their two runs. And so far, Marcus Schlebaugh has made it hold up. But now he has got the middle of the batting order coming up for the Badgers. Jared Smetana, the number three hitter. Then comes the cleanup man, Kosick, and Miles Chapman, the number five hitter. So this is a big inning for the Bears and Marcus Schlebaugh here in the bottom of the fourth. Been a good ball game so far. Both pitchers now have settled down after that first inning. Yeah, you know, you're talk, talking about the importance of getting the leadoff guy on. This, this is a huge matchup here because Jarrett Smetan is easily their best hitter with a 437 batting average. So this is this is a great matchup. He reached on an error by Strasbaugh at short first time. That pitch swung on. Fly ball out to right field. Going back is Jarrett Wanzik, and he grabs it in deep right field for the first out of the inning. So Smetana flies out to right. One away, and it brings up Kosick. See, that's what I've been used to this year. It's hard to tell how good he really hit it, but did you hear that thud on the BB core bat? That's yes. sound very good. What do you think the chances are that they'll go to that kind of ball? Well, I emailed uh, Jerry Snodgrass at OHSAA, and he says they have this contract with Rawlings, so they can't go to it next <laughs> year. But, you know, like la- last year at the state tournament, there was not one home run hit in any of the state. Now, granted, that's a bigger park. Yes. But you figure if, if one of the elite players hits one down the line, but... You know, most of the games this year, I think I've been to 20 games, I've seen two home runs. So this, the combination of this higher seam ball and these BB cores. So he expects a push, but it, it could be a couple years. Kosick swung and fouled the first pitch down the right field side and then takes the second pitch for a called strike, and the count now is 0-2. 0-2 the count. One away here in the fourth. It's 2-0 Waynedale. And the 0-2 pitch to Kosick. That pitch is a curveball, hangs upstairs. Kosick almost went for it, and the umpire almost called it, but it stays a ball. And the count is one and two. One away. Chapman is on deck. 
And the wind and the one-two pitch to Kosick swung on and fouled straight back, and he's upset at himself because he thought he had a bead on a fastball from Schlebaugh. One thing about Marcus's fastball, it does move. It's got plenty of movement on it. You may think you're on it, but you're not. Yeah, he uses a couple different grips, and like we talked about earlier with all Justin McDowell's experience, I'm sure he's taught him a thing or two. And Marcus just seems to be like a really dedicated kid that will do all the work needed. That pitch swung on and grounded a second. Coming in is Colton Purdy, grabs it on the dirt, throws over to Weaver in time, and there are two away here in the fourth inning of play. And it brings up Miles Chapman. That's nine in a row. Retired by Schlebaugh. Now, are we allowed to mention he has not given up a hit? I just did, Dave. <laughs> you just did. I mean, we have to, you think you got to tell the listeners he is really doing well other than that uh, walking and error in the first inning when he got out of that little jam. He's doing a good job, and that pitch is a fastball that hangs upstairs for a ball. Chapman, the only left-handed hitter for Berkshire here today. He's 0 for 1, fly to center to end the first inning of play. 1-0 in the count to Chapman, and that pitch swung on and missed. He went fishing for a curveball, and the count is now 1-1. One one. Schlebaugh really doing a good job right now of locating his pitches and staying ahead of the hitter. 1-1 one one the count. The wind and the pitch to the plate swung on and tapped foul over near the first base side where Waynedale is in the first base dugout. Berkshire in the third base dugout. Here this afternoon. Yeah, Marcus rarely goes to a deep count. I mean, it's, you know, everything Justin McDowell said in the feature article, talking about challenging him to get people out on three pitches, go right at him. I mean, he is not wasting any energy. That pitch, check swing on a high fastball. Chapman just held up, and the count evens at two and two. That's one thing that Schleyball will do. When he gets you down in the count two strikes, he comes with a high fastball. And the 2-2 pitch. That's a curveball just off the outside corner. Spidell thought it was a strike. I think Marcus did too, but the count now goes to 3-2. and two. Yeah, good pitch. I think it was just a little bit high, it looked like. Maybe outside. 3-2 and two the count. Two down here in the fourth. Bears lead at 2 to nothing. Schlebaugh, the righty, into the wind and the payoff pitch. Swung on and missed on a high heater. Strike three. That'll do it for Berkshire. Three up, three down. Aaron, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Dave. It was a pleasure. All right. We'll talk to you again later. Aaron Dorkson, our guest commentator here this afternoon for the Bears. They come up in the top of the fifth inning, and your score is still Waynedale 2 and Berkshire nothing. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek drive-thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Waynedale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek drive-thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Where can you get food smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg? Build your own burgers, try our brisket and pulled pork, and every Thursday night is half-price wing night. Everything cooked to your satisfaction, so you'll come back time and time again. The Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sunday, 11 to 8, located just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Well, it's 2-0 Waynedale as we head into the thinning of play. This game moving right along from Ducky Schroeder Stadium. Waynedale scored two runs in the first inning, and that has held up 
so far. Smetana will face the bottom three in the batting order again for the Golden Bears. The championship game, the winner of this one, plays tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Mark that time down, 1 o'clock. It's no longer 5 o'clock. It's now 1 o'clock. Right back here in Maslin for a trip to the state tournament. And they will play Elyria Catholic, depending upon who wins this game. Waynedale leading it right now 2 to nothing. Colton Purdy, Jarrett Varner, and Jarrett Wanzik will come up for the Bears. Purdy struck out his first time up, one of three Bears that Smetana has put down on strikes. The right-hander, who's going to Kent, facing the right-hander, and Marcus Schleybaugh, who's going to Mercyhurst. And the pitch swung on Bunnard right out in front of the plate. Purdy picked up by Smetana. Throw to first base. We're down the right field line. Purdy will head to second base. And he's going to go into second standing on the error by Smetana as he threw it 10 feet over the head of Blazek at first base. Third error of the ball game committed by Berkshire. And the Bears have the leadoff man on second base and one down. Or nobody down, excuse me, and it brings to the plate Jarrett Varner. Varner grounded to short his last time up, and let's see what Justin McDowell is going to do with the righty. He already talked to him. Varner is squaring to bunt, and the pitch bat is pulled back, taken high and outside for a ball, and Berkshire is going to run the wheel play. At least they were showing it on that, where the shortstop will go cover third. One and oh, the count to Varner, and Varner showed bunt right away. He's not leaving anything to doubt. The third baseman in close. And now the throw back to second base and in with a head first dive is Purdy. The shortstop went towards third base and the second baseman tried to sneak in behind Purdy at second. So Purdy standing on second base now. First baseman Blazak playing about three quarters of the way down the line. The third baseman even with the bag. Purdy gets the lead off second. Smetana comes to the belt. The pitch down in the dirt 2-0. Now to Varner. He didn't show any indication of bunting that pitch. Two balls, no strikes. Varner against Smetana. He comes set. The pitch high and in tight. 3-0 and and Smetana getting upset with himself. And that's going to bring Steve Smetana to the mound to talk to his son, the right-hander. He's fallen behind 3-0, and but he is not happy with his control here in this fifth inning of play. He's probably still bothered by the fact that he threw the ball down the right field side on that bunt attempt by Colton Purdy that led to the third error of the ball game by the Badgers. 2 nothing. Waynedale leads it. Purdy on at second base and Varner ahead in the count. Three balls, no strikes. On deck is Jarrett Wanzik, and he is by far the best bunter that the Bears have. Now the home plate umpire going out to talk to Steve Smetana and say let's hurry it along. And the meeting breaks up on the mound. Purdy talking with the base umpire. They're having a good laugh, probably because Purdy almost got picked off second base by that little trick play by Berkshire. 3-0 and the count now to Varner. Smetana comes set. And the pitch to Varner taking all the way. Low ball four. He walked him. So an error and a walk. That's the first walk given up on the afternoon by Smetana. And it brings up Jarrett Wanzik. Runners at first and second now for the Bears. And Nick Strasbaugh is on deck. 
and you know what Wanzik is up there to do. Jarrett, the best bunter that the Bears have. Smetana comes set, checks the runners at first and second. Nobody down, and now the throw back to second base, and he made a wild throw to second, and if it would have been right on the bag, Purdy was a dead duck as the shortstop snuck in behind him, Pollock. But Smetana turned and threw to second and threw it wide of second, or Purdy would have been out. He gets the lead off and the pitch. Jarrett offered at it on a fastball, and now down to first base, and the runner, Jarrett Varner, is off first base. They throw down to first base, and he is tagged out, but taking third on the play is Purdy. So Varner is cut down at first base on a pickoff. Count is 0-1 to Jarrett Wanzik, but taking third is Purdy, so he's now at third base, one down, and the infield will play in. Wanzik now, probably the bunt will be off, and Smetana will pitch out of the stretch. Here in the fifth, and the pitch to Wanzik is over the outside corner of fastball, and the count now 0-2. Strasbaugh on deck. Big run for the Bears at third base. Infield playing in on the grass. The 0-2 pitch to Wanzik. That pitch is a curveball down low into the dirt. Nice stop by Chapman behind the plate. And it's 1-2. and two. Wanzik holding off that curve. Smetana comes set at the belt. And the 1-2. That pitch is up above the letters. And the count is now 2-2. Two and two. Jarrett was down in the count 0-2. And, and now he's battled back. It's 2-2. Two two. Smetana with Purdy at third. Comes set, the pitch. That pitch is going on and lined into center field for a base hit. And the Bears lead it now three to nothing. Jarrett Wanzik with a line drive to center, driving home the run, and the Bears lead it three zip. Wanzik, his tenth RBI on the season. And that's a big run that just came home for the Bears as they now lead it three to zip, and it brings up Nick Strasbaugh. Nick is one for two on the afternoon. And the pitch to the plate is high and outside to Strasbaugh. Want to know the count. Ryan Weaver's on deck. Still one away in the inning. Wanzik, not much of a threat to steal. Gets a short lead off first. And the pitch is swung on a line back into center field off the glove of the shortstop Pollock, but it goes into center, and everybody will be safe. Nice try by Pollock at short. As it glanced off his glove and into short center field. So Strasbaugh with a base hit to center. Runners now at first and second as Wanzik takes on to second base. And it brings up Ryan Weaver. Weaver pulled the suicide squeeze in the first inning to bring home the first run and struck out his last time up. So he is 0 for 2. And the pitch, he squares the bunt, takes that high and outside, throw down to second base, diving back into the bag, is Jarrett Wanzik. The Badgers trying to keep the Bears close on the base pass. Strasbaugh at first base, but playing off the bag is Blazek at first, getting the lead off at second is Wanzik. Smetana, the stretch and the pitch, bunted by Weaver up the first base side, but it will go foul, picked up by Blazek in foul territory. And the count evens at one and one. Runners will go back to their bases. Wanzik will go back to second. Strasbaugh retreats to first. Infield in the middle playing at double play depth, but for the Badgers, they're in at the corners. 
One and one the count, one down here in the fifth. Two no, three nothing, Waynedale. And the stretch and the pitch by Smetana. Curveball, nice pitch, breaks over at the knees. Weaver was taking all the way. One and two now the count. Evan Reidenbaugh is on deck. One and two. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on and foul tipped. He was checking his swing and foul tipped it to the left of the plate. And the count stays one and two to Weaver. Smetana staying outside on Weaver because he knows that Weaver leads the team in being hit by pitches with 16. And now Smetana backs off the back of the rubber and resets himself. One and two. Coming set is the senior and the pitch to the plate. Down low bounces off to the side of the plate. Nice stop by Chapman. And the count evens at two and two. Weaver extending the at-bat. Two and two the count. Runners getting their leads at first and second. And the pitch. That's upstairs. Ball three. So Weaver now has extended it as far as he can go. Three and two with one down here in the fifth. Smetana peers in for the sign. Checks the runners at first and second. Wanzik at second. Strasburg at first. And that pitch is swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. And the count stays. Three balls, two strikes. Smetana. The 3-2 pitch to Weaver. And now Weaver backs out of the plate. Calls time. Nick Strasbaugh is at first base. Jarrett Wanzik is at second. One down. Smetana likes to work quickly. Comes to the belt. And the throw back to second base. But Wanzik was only about three steps off of the bag. Nice stop by Pollock because he had to reach over the top of Wanzik to catch that ball. And the pitch to the plate. That pitch is a called strike three and Weaver knew it. So Weaver goes down looking. Fourth strike out of the afternoon by Smetana, and it will bring to the plate Evan Reidenbaugh. Evan has popped a short, grounded into a double play. 0 for 2 in the afternoon. But he's got an RBI opportunity standing at second base in Wanzik. And with two down, he takes that pitch, a curveball at the knees for a called strike. 0 and 1 the count. Smetana shakes a sign off. Checks the runners at first and second. The 0-1 pitch to Reidenbaugh. Swung on. He was right on that fastball, but fouled it straight back. 0-2. Shane Weaver's on deck. 0-2 the count. We're in the fifth. It's 3-0. Waynedale in this regional semifinal. Coming set is Smetana. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on and grounded. Wide to short. Picked up by Pollock. He's going to take the easy play and throw to third in time to get Jared Wanzik. So Reidenbaugh bounces into the fielder's choice, and that'll do it for the Bears in the inning. But in the inning, they get a big run on another error by Berkshire and another two hits by the Bears. They leave two men on. And as we head to the bottom of the fifth, it's now Waynedale 3, Berkshire nothing. Harvest Market offers you everything you need from a community grocery store, providing fresh local meats, ready-to-go meals, and a full-service deli. Harvest Market is your one-stop butcher shop and can cut to order. The barbecue chicken is fresh off the grill, and the smoked ribs are second to none. For your next get-together, leave the cooking to Harvest Market. 
Harvest Market's convenient hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday, 10 to 6. Harvest Market, located in the core of Apple Creek. Come taste the difference. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Bears lead it 3 to nothing as we head to the bottom of the fifth inning. And so far, Marcus Schleybaugh is twirling a gem. He's retired 11 in a row. And he will face Nick Guarnera, Nick Blazek, and Jared Squire. The six, seven, and eight hitters for Steve Smetana's Berkshire Badgers. We're in the regional semifinal game. Bears looking to advance to the regional finals tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock against Illyria Catholic. And the pitch to the plate is a called strike. 0-1 the count to Guarnera. Guarnera grounded right back to the mound his first time up, so he is 0-1. for 1. Marcus into the wind. And the 0-1 pitch to Guarnera, right-handed hitter, fishing at it, swung on and missed. And the count now is 0-2. Blazek is on deck. Guarnera came into the game batting 298 on the season. Overcast skies now. And that pitch swung on and missed on a low outside offering. Strike three. So Guarnera goes down swinging. That is the second strikeout of the ball game by Schleybaugh. Two in a row. He's retired 12 straight. And it brings up to the plate Nick Blazek. Blazek flied to right his first time up. Sun trying to peek through the clouds over the left field fence, and Blazek takes that first pitch for a called strike. Indians are off tonight after winning three of four against the White Sox. They'll be back in action this weekend against Baltimore at Progressive Field. And the 0-1 swung on and missed by Blazek 0-2. And now Slaybaugh really appears to have the location down. Marcus 0-2 on the count to Blazek. Squire is on deck. Into the wind is number 19, and that pitch, check swing on a high outside pitch. Bears don't even appeal. Blazek held up in time. One and two now the count. Into the wind, the one-two pitch to Blazek. That's low and outside. Nice backhanded stop by Aaron Spidell. And the count evens two and two. Oklahoma City Plays in Oakland tonight against Golden State. They could wrap that series up tonight against the Warriors, who won 73 games this year. And the 2-2 pitch to Blazek back here. Check swing on a high fastball. And the count now 3-2. and two. So J- Marcus Sreibaugh was ahead in the count 1-2, and two, but now Blazek has battled back. And the count is full at 3-2. and two. And the payoff pitch with one out. That pitch swung on and grounded through the box and into center field for a base hit. So Blazek gets a base hit. First hit of the ball game. 
by the Badgers. So now Schlebaugh doesn't have to worry about the no-hitter. He can just concentrate on getting this thing over. One away, and now there'll be a pinch runner coming in for Blazek. And it will be number 43. That is Sam Roach. Roach, a 5'8 freshman, coming in to run for Blazek. And it brings up Jarrett Squire, who popped to first his first time up. Squire 0 for 1, came into the ballgame batting 200. So Roach at first base. He's got no stolen bases on the year. Matter of fact, this is just his third appearance on the season. Roach, the freshman, holds up at first, and that pitch swung on and missed by Squire. 0 and 1 the count. Brian Malkus is on deck. Schleybaugh checks first. Roach getting the lead off there. Comes to the belt. And the pitch to the plate. Runner holds. Swung on and fouled straight back against the backstop. And the count is 0-2. One away here in the fifth. We're in the bottom of the fifth. It's 3-0. Waynedale leading it. Schleybaugh peers in at the belt. Roach getting a good lead off first base. Weaver holding him there. Camacho playing in on the grass at third. 0-2 the count. And the pitch as Roach holds. And that pitch is punched out into right center field for a base hit. Riding ball will grab it out in right center field. They're going to try to send Roach to third. The ball hits Roach on the way to third base. And he'll take third easily as the ball hit him on the way to third. And taking second on the throw is Squire as he got the base hit to center. He just reached out and punched it out to center. Boy, nice base running, and we were told they'd run the base as well, and they did. But the throw, had it been just to the right or left of Squire, he would have been dead at third base. And the ball hit him in the legs as he was running towards third base. So now Brian Malkus comes to the plate. Malkus flied out to center. He's the number nine hitter, and then the top of the order, Stan Fisher. One down, runners at second and third. Justin McDowell makes his way out to the mound, and he's going to have a word with his infield. Bears lead at three to nothing. Bears were lucky that that ball just did not hit Roach on the way to third and bounced down the line somewhere. So the Bears will play deep on the infield. They'll sacrifice the run for the out here in the fifth inning. Marcus. Or Malkus, excuse me. Malkus is the hitter. Batting 186 on the season. And on the year. He takes that pitch for a called strike. 0 1 the count. Malkus, 7 RBIs on the year. 0 1 the count to Malkus. Strauss. Schleybaugh comes set. Checks the runners at second and third. Working out of the stretch. That pitch swung on and missed again. 0-2. Boy, Schleyball would love to have the strike out here. How big does that run in the top half of the fifth look now to make it 3 nothing? Roach getting the lead off at third. Squire getting the lead off at second. Schleyball, the 0-2 pitch. That pitch is upstairs, and he follows his usual pattern of when he gets a batter 
down two strikes, 0-2 or 1-2. He throws a high fastball. 1-2 the count. Now to Malkas. Short lead off third is Roach. Good lead off of second is Squire. Marcus comes to the set and the pitch. That's upstairs again, two and two. In his last start against Chippewa, Schlebaugh threw 153 pitches. He probably needed the week and a half off to rest his arm. Two and two the count. Checks the runners. And the pitch is a curveball, hangs upstairs, and both Spidell and Schlebaugh are incredulous about it, but the count is now full at three and two. So now Malkus with the count full, three and two. Coming set is Schlebaugh, and the pitch swung on and missed strike three. Malkus goes down swinging, third K of the afternoon, two down. And it brings to the plate, the top of the order, Stan Fisher. Fisher has grounded a third, grounded a second. He's 0 for 2, but came into the ball game batting 395 with 11 RBIs on the year. Right-handed batter. Schleyball with two down, runners at second and third. And the pitch is a curveball. Throw down to second base. They got him dead. They picked him off at second base. As they got Squire getting off the base. And we've seen Spidell do that several times this year. And that's probably about the fifth time he's picked somebody off at second base. So the Bears get out of the inning. Badgers, no runs on two base hits, their first two hits of the game. And they ended on a pickoff at second base as Squire is shut down. Two to four on the pickoff at second. We head to the sixth. It is Waynedale three, Berkshire nothing. Steps down on Main Street in Apple Creek is your spot for fresh homemade food daily. Custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. And try Deb's Den's relaxing, comfortable atmosphere. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service. Breakfast hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m., and Sundays, 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner is served Tuesday through Thursday until 8, Friday and Saturday until 9, and Sunday, noon to 3. Closed on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com What a big play by Spidell and Strasbaugh to end that fifth inning of play. The Badgers had runners at second and third, one out. Schlebaugh struck out the next batter and then they picked Squire off at second base. The fifth time that Spidell has done that this year. And it's still 3-0 as we head to the sixth. Shane Weaver leads it off for the Bears, and he swings. Fly ball out into right center field. Going back is the center fielder, Kosick. He can't catch up to it. It gets back to it. Bounces up to against the warning track. And going into second base with a double is Shane Weaver. His second double of the afternoon. He is two for three on the day. And the Bears have the leadoff man on. 
And now we're going to have a pinch runner come out onto the field for the Bears. That's going to be Clay Miller. Clay Miller will come out and pinch run for Shane Weaver. Weaver, of course, will re-enter the game at first base. Now Aaron Spidell will come up to the plate. Aaron has reached on an error and grounded a second. He has been mired in a slump over the last few games. He's just been over-anxious at the plate over the past few weeks. His batting average has plummeted about 30 points because of it. Clay Miller gets the leadoff, and that pitch is swung on and bunted foul. That not only hit Spidell, but it also hit the catcher. That was one of those... Boy, it took down two at one, and now the catcher, Chapman, he's down in the catcher's position, down behind home plate, and then went down on two hands and lifted himself up in the air. I'm not quite sure what he was doing there. He might have been hit in the midsection. We saw the... Manchester first baseman last week. He got hit right in the midsection also, and that is not fun. Now the Maslin trainer, she's going to come out and take a look and see if there's anything that they could do with Chapman. That is, now they're going to bring out a cup of water. That is not an area where you really want to get hit in in a baseball game. Or any time. <laughs> Poor Chapman, boy, he's... And he followed me this afternoon on Twitter. When he found out we were doing the game, Rich Kelly up here with us, one of the reporters from up around Burton, when he found out we were doing the game, he followed me on Twitter. Chapman did this afternoon. So I, I feel sorry for him. He's one of my followers. Now he gets a, gets a glass of water and... He won't follow you too close. He gets a glass of water, and now he seems to be fine. And Now Spidell will step back in, down in the count 0-1. Clay Miller pinch running for Shane Weaver, who led off the inning with the double. We're in the sixth. 3 nothing Waynedale. Smetana comes set, checks Miller at second. And now the throw back to second, and Miller dives back in with a head first jump, and he's back in safely. Berkshire puts a lot of plays on at second base. Smetana gets the lead. Pollock comes in behind Miller, now goes back. Spidell takes a curveball over at the knees. He squared to bunt, pulled it back, but took it at the knees for a called strike, 0-2. Aaron down in the count. When you're in a slump, you always seem to look up at the scoreboard, and you're down 0-2, and that's where Aaron is right now. Miller gets the lead off second. And the pitch to Spidell swung on and grounded wide of short. Nice stop by Pollock, but he can't get it. It goes into left field. Miller, who had to hold up, now will take third as the ball goes into the outfield. Duda gets it back in. So the Bears have runners at the corners on back-to-back hits. Spidell with a base hit to left field. Miller had to hold up at second base because Pollock went for the backhanded dive and couldn't come up with it. But... Miller had to keep an eye out. And now Smetana is talking with the base umpire. And it brings to the plate Marcus Schleybaugh. And he has been Mr. Clutch. Nobody down here in the sixth. 3 nothing Waynedale. Coming set is Smetana. Spidell holding it first. And that pitch is a called strike to Marcus. 0-1 the count. Colton Purdy is on deck. 
Schlebaugh, 0 for 2 in the ballgame. And now, I think Smetana's got a bloody nose. He does. Smetana's got a bloody nose. He just stopped and looked at the base umpire, and he's got blood dripping out of his nose, and now we're going to have to have some time permitted here because you cannot play with blood on your uniform. I'm not sure how he got a bloody nose. But I looked down at his pitching hand, and he had he had blood, and now he's leaned over off to the left of the mound, and he's just looking down. Before he made that pitch, he actually was talking to the umpire who's in, looking things over, and now the trainer again from Maslin High is coming out here and is going to try to take care of this bloody nose that Smetana has got. But for some reason, he was talking to the base umpire, and then after that pitch, he just walked off to the side, and I looked at his hand, and you could see the blood on his right pitching hand. And immediately, the umpire's called time, and he walked off to the side of the mound and bent over. And... But if he's got any blood on his uniform, they're going to have to change that uniform. So we've got a break in the action here from Maslin High. Where the Bears are leading it three to nothing. They got two runs in the first inning when Nick Strasbaugh led off the ball game with a triple. Ryan Weaver suicide squeezed him home and it was one to nothing. Then Evan Reidenbaugh grounded to short. There were two down. Shane Weaver got a double, advanced to third on an error by the shortstop for Aaron Spidell's grounder. And then Smetana balked Weaver home and that gave the Bears their two runs in the first inning. That's the way it stood until this inning, the fifth inning, I should say, when Colton Purdy led off and reached on an error. He attempted to bunt. Smetana came in and picked up the bunt and threw it down the right field line, and Purdy was on at second base. Jared Varner then walked. Wanzik got a base hit to center. Nick Strasbaugh, that drove home Colton Purdy, and that made the score three to nothing. In the last inning for Berkshire, they had runners at second and third with one down. And then Marcus Schlebaugh struck out Brian Malkus, his third K of the afternoon. And then on the very next pitch, Aaron Spidell gunned down Jared Squire at second base, leading off. He picked him off second, threw it to Nick Strasbaugh. Nick put the tag on. And that was the end of the inning, and the Bears got out of it unscathed. Berkshire picked up their first two hits of the ball game in that inning, but they could not drive home a run, and that's where we stand right now, three to nothing. It appears they've got the bloody nose situation rectified by Smetana, but now he's got to go in and change his uniform top, or at least get the blood off of the uniform. As he is over on the left-hand side. I don't know how... You know, after a while, I mean, you either got to make a decision. Take him out of the game or, or leave him in the game. Right now, they're giving him... We're going on five minutes for them trying to decide whether or not he's going to stay in the game or not. And really, after... This is baseball. Yeah. I mean, this this is... This is really taking too much time. I've seen them give less time in Little League. Yeah. And now Smetana, who was off to the left left side, he was actually out of the field of play. Now he's coming back out onto the hill. 
And I think they're going to give him a warm-up or two. So Aaron Spidell will be at first base. Clay Miller will be at third base. And Marcus Schlebaugh down in the count, 0-1, when we get back to action. Now Smetana is going to be given a warm-up pitch or two. And we'll see whether or not he can continue. And he takes one warm-up pitch. Brandon Giles is over-talking to the first-base umpire. And Smetana says he's okay after a couple warm-up pitches, and here we go. Now we'll get back to action. Schleybaugh down in the count, 0-1. The runner at second is Clay Miller, running for Shane Weaver. The runner at first is Aaron Spidell. Aaron with 22 stolen bases on the year. Coming set is Smetana. There goes Aaron. Pitch is swung on a miss. Throw down to second base. Not in time as Aaron Spidell goes into second with a stolen base. So now runners are at second and third. And the count now is 0-2 to Marcus Schleybaugh. Now the infield will come in for Berkshire. The Badgers will play the infield in, not wanting to give up another run. Miller getting the lead off at third base. Short lead. The 0-2 pitch to Schleybaugh is upstairs for a ball. Colton Purdy's on deck. Still nobody down here in the sixth. Smetana working quickly. And the one-two. Swung on and tapped foul over near the third base dugout. Coming over is Gornera to get the ball and get it back in. And the count stays one and two. Bears lead it three to nothing. Coming set. Smetana and the one-two swung on pop straight up and back and out of play and the count stays one ball two strikes infield still in for the Badgers Schleybaugh has been tough this year in situations like this he always seems to come up with the key hit one and two the count and Smetana's pitch. Swung on, check swing in the dirt on a curve. Ball bounces away from the plate. And they're going to check the base umpire. And the base umpire says, no, he did not go around. And the count evens two and two. Schleybaugh holding up on the swing. Two and two the count. Runners at second and third for the Bears. Nobody down. And the pitch to Schleybaugh. Swung on and fouled straight back. Again on a fastball. And the count stays two and two. Smetana comes to the set. Checks the runners at second and third. And the pitch, that's a curve ball on the outside corner for a called strike three. And Schleybaugh knew it. So there's one away. It's five strikeouts on the afternoon. For Smetana, one down and it brings up Colton Purdy. Purdy is struck out, reached on an error, came around to score. So he is 0 for 2 in the ball game. And that pitch swung on. Fly ball out to left field. Going back is the left fielder, Duda, in medium deep left field. He's got it. The runner at third, Clay Miller tags. He's coming home to score, and it's 4 nothing on the sacrifice fly to left field by Colton Purdy to drive home the run, and the Bears lead it 4 to nothing. Aaron Spidell stays at second base. 
after that long fly ball to left field. Nice job by Colton Purdy. That, for Colton, his 19th RBI on the year. Two down now, and it brings up Jared Varner with Spidell still at second. And now the catcher, Chapman, wants a new baseball. But the umpire says no, and I think they want what they wanted to do. Oh, they were appealing whether or not Miller touched home plate, and he did. So it's 4 nothing Waynedale. Spidell gets the lead off second, and now Smetana will step off the back of the rubber and drive Spidell back to second. Varner in the ballgame, 0 for 2. And the pitch to the plate. That pitch is down low for a ball. Well, check out Varner 0 for 1 in the ballgame. He walked his last time up and then was picked off first. 1-0 the count. Spidell gets the lead off second. That pitch swung on and grounded right back through the box, but a nice pickup by Pollock on one hop. Throws it over to first base in time, and that'll do it for the Bears here in the sixth. But they pick up another run on two base hits in the inning. The big double by Shane Weaver, and they bring a runner home to score. And as we head to the bottom of the sixth, it's now Waynedale 4 and Berkshire nothing. Okay, so this noodle one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with virtual wallet. Simplify your finances. Track and budget your spending and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. 4 nothing, Waynedale leading it. Marcus Schlebaugh going out to toil his sixth inning of play. Stan Fisher, who was up in the last inning when Aaron Spidell picked off Jared Squire at second base, will now come back up to the plate, and this time with a fresh count. So it's the top of the order, Fisher, then Pollock, and Smetana. As we head here to the bottom of the sixth inning, it is 4 nothing, Waynedale. Fisher has grounded to third and grounded to second. So he is 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Schleybaugh has done an excellent job here this afternoon. Staying on top of things, pitching out of trouble. Fisher, right-handed batter. And Schleybaugh to the leadoff man here in the sixth. Breaking pitch. And Fisher, boy, he... Wobbled the knees on that one, but held off on it. Want to know the count. Want to know the count. And the pitch to the plate to Fisher. Down low. Ball two. This is not a time for Schlebaugh to start putting runners on base. Two and oh the count. Marcus. Off to the side of the rubber. Now the pitch to the plate. Swung on and fouled straight back. Nice cut by Stan Fisher. 
And the count is two balls, one strike. It's 4 nothing here in the bottom of the sixth. Winner plays Elyria Catholic tomorrow afternoon. Game time change, 1 o'clock. Keep that in mind. And the pitch to the plate swung on and lined out into center field. Rydenbaugh's got to play it on a hop. And Fisher is on base with his first hit of the ball game. So he leads off the inning with a single. Third hit of the afternoon by the Badgers. One away, and Fisher is a threat to steal. But let's see what they decide to do. Down four to nothing. He's got 18 stolen bases this year. And it brings to the plate Aaron Pollock. Pollock has walked and grounded to third. Fisher getting the lead off of first base. Schleyball always peers over the right shoulder. He's holding, and the pitch is a curveball at the knees for a called strike. 0-1 the count. Smetana is on deck. Schleyball. Now the throw over to first base. Not in time. Boy, they had... They had Fisher leaning, and Fisher got up and just shook his head like he couldn't believe the move that Schleybaugh just put toward first base. He's got an excellent move to first for a right-hander. Marcus comes set. Fisher, a little shorter lead. He's holding, and that pitch is high and in tight. Backing away from it is Pollock, one and one the count. Schleybaugh has excellent location so far. With the exception of that first inning. Now the throw to first base back with a head first dive is Fisher. He's got 18 stolen bases this year, so he is a threat to steal. But down 4 nothing, you've got to wonder if he will go or not. Schleybaugh comes set. He's holding. And that pitch swung on and popped foul over the press box side, first base side. Giving chase is Weaver, but it's out of play. Somebody in the crowd, I think, caught it because I can hear the crowd cheering. At the softball game the other day, Rick Mass made a nice catch in the upper seat of the bleachers with his left hand. I wonder if that was him again. (laughs) And the count stays at one and two. Now to Pollock. There goes the runner. Now he steps off the back of the rubber throw to second base is in time to get Fisher. I'm not sure what Fisher was doing there. He took off and Schleybaugh had not even made a move to home and Marcus just stepped off the back of the rubber Calmly threw to short, where Schleybaugh, or where Strasbaugh was covering second. And that was it. He just cut him down. So Fisher gets caught trying to steal on the pickoff, 1-6. So there's nobody on base now, one down. And the count is 1-2 and two to the batter, Pollock. And it bounces in front of the plate right over the shoulder of Spidell and into the chest protector of the home plate umpire. I'm not sure. Spidell seems a little confused. He's looking over the dugout like they want him to do something, but he doesn't know what they want him to do. And now the home plate umpire saying, yeah, okay, I think I'm all right. Some action down the left field side. The Badgers have got someone warming up in the bullpen down the left field side. And the pitch to the plate swung on and grounded wide of third and into left field for a base hit. Boy, it hit that lip and then it bounces right past Ryan Weaver and into short left field. And rounding second base is Pollock and he's going to hold right there. That'll be a base hit and an error on Ryan Weaver. And that's one of the things 
I myself talked to Justin McDowell about that lip because we saw it come into play in the first game between Elyria Catholic and Central Catholic. And said, you got to be careful. That lip is going to bounce. And Weaver saw it bounce, and then it went right under his glove and about 10 feet behind him and allowed Pollock to go to second. One down, and Smetana is up, and he takes that first pitch low and outside for a ball. 1-0 the count. Cossack is on deck. Matter of fact, I think it was Cossack warming up down the right, the left field side earlier. And the 1-0 swung on. Fly ball out into the right center field. Reidenbaugh is not going to catch up to it. It's going to go all the way to the fence. Pollock's going to round second, and he's going to come around to score. And holding up at second base is Smetana with a double. And the Badgers now have broken through for their first run of the ball game as Pollock comes home to score. And it's now Waynedale 4, and the Badgers 1. And there's still one down here in this sixth inning of play, and the cleanup man... Gordy Kosick is up to the plate. Smetana driving in his 38th run on the year. Still one down, and Smetana is at second after the double. And the pitch to Kosick. Curveball breaks in at the knees for a called strike. 0-1. Miles Chapman is on deck. That's the third hit of the afternoon. Fourth hit of the afternoon, excuse me, for the Badgers. And the 0-1 pitch. Swung on and fouled back against the backstop. 0-2 to Kosick. One down. Badgers have broken through. They're down by three now. 4-1 to one after that RBI double by Smetana. Schlebach comes set. And the pitch. That is a fastball outside. And the count is now 1-2. Kosick, 0 for 2 in the ballgame. He's grounded out to second both times. One ball, two strikes, the count. Coming set is Schlebaugh. Smetana holds, and the pitch is swung on and fouled back against the screen. And it's now 1 and 2 to Kosick. Coming set, Schleyball. Checks the runner at second, and the 1-2 swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. Schleyball, I think, has lost a little bit off of his fastball. Now he's got to be careful on the location. Kosick has fouled the pitches straight back, so he's on the fastball. 1-2 and two the count to Kosick. Smetana gets the lead at second. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on him. Popped foul down the right field side. Not a play again. So he's wasting a lot of pitches from Schlebaugh. Schlebaugh, on this hot day, it was 78 degrees out at game time. Now the sun comes back out. 1-2 and two the count. And the pitch to the plate. That's a fastball over the inside corner called strike three. Schlebaugh came back with the fastball on the inside part of the plate. Now there's two away. And it brings up to the plate the catcher, Miles Chapman. Chapman 0 for 2 in the afternoon. Flied to center and struck out. Smetana still at second base in a 4-1 to game here in the sixth. And that pitch, ball outside, and that... 
Now Spidell throws it down to second base and bounces in front of the bag. Strasbaugh couldn't find it, but Smetana stays right there. 1-0 the count. Guarnera is on deck. Schlebaugh comes set. And the pitch to the plate. That pitch is outside for a ball 2-0. So Chapman, in a good hitter's count, the left-handed hitter. Schlebaugh comes set. The 2-0 pitch to the plate. Swung on and fouled straight back. This is a very important batter for the Bears because then it would bring up the bottom part of the batting order in the next inning for the Badgers. One and two and one the count to Chapman. Runner at second is Smetana. And the pitch swung on, popped foul down the left field side and off the batting pavilion. They call it a hitting pavilion. Sponsored by Eagles 190. And the count evens at 2-2. Two and two. Smetana short lead off second. And the 2-2 pitch swung on and lined into left field. But a nice backhanded stab by Strasbaugh to save the base hit. And that ends the inning for the Badgers. So Chapman lines out to short in this sixth inning of play. But for the Badgers, they pick up one run on two base hits in the inning. No Waynedale errors, and they leave one man on base. We head to the seventh, and your score, it's Waynedale four, and the Badgers one. Great food and a relaxing atmosphere. A good time had by all. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg. Spend time with friends after the game. Enjoy the food where you can build your own burger, showing off your creativity. Or try the pulled pork or the brisket. And every Thursday night, the Fire and Ice Pub is the place to be for half-price wing night. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 11, closed on Mondays. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 92. All right, so that'll do it for Jared Smetana here this afternoon. Nick Blazik is coming in, and Smetana will take over at first base. Nick Blazik on the year, on the mound, coming in to pitch. This will be his 12th outing. He has started two games this year. He's pitched 31 and two-thirds innings, giving up 20 runs, 21, 21 runs, I should say, 20 of them earned. He has struck out 16, walked 12 in the year, and he is 3-1 and one on the season with two saves and a 4.42 ERA. He is a right-handed pitcher. He was playing first base up until this inning, and he'll just flip-flop with Smetana at first base, and Blazek comes in to pitch. Your six-inning line score for the Bears, four runs on six hits. They've left four men on base and committed one error in the ball game. And for the Badgers, they've got one run on four hits. They've left four men on base, and they've committed three errors in the ball game. We're in the seventh, and it will be Jarrett Wanzik, Nick Strasbaugh, and Ryan Weaver for the Bears coming up in this seventh inning, leading it 4-1. to one. The scene is set for the Bears to reach the regional championship game, which will be tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock. Again, that's a time change. It was 5, it's now 1. And that will be against Illyria Catholic. 
So Nick Blazek, the right-handed pitcher, will take over for Smetana here in this one. Wanzik on the afternoon has singled and grounded back to the mound. So he's one for two with an RBI. And that pitch is low and outside for a ball. Blazek doing a little landscaping around the mound, trying to get things to his particular liking. And the 1-0 pitch to the plate, swung on and lined foul down the right side by Wanzik. He got tied up, and the count evens at 1-1. One and one. Indians are off tonight, by the way. They're only a half a game out of first base, first place. 1-1 one, one pitch to the plate. That pitch swung on. Fly ball out into center field. Going back is the center fielder, Kosick, to his left. Reaches up and grabs it for the first out of the inning. So Wanzik gave it a ride. Flies out to center. One away. And it brings up Nick Strasbaugh. He's tripled, singled, and in between reached on an air. So he's two for three on the afternoon, but he's reached base all three times. With a run scored here today. Nick, right-handed hitter. This is the first time he'll face off against Blazek here today. One away here in the seventh. And that pitch bounces in front of the plate, a curveball that didn't appear to really break. And it's 1-0. and Blazek pawing at the mound where his plant foot would land. 1-0 the count. We're in the seventh. Bears lead it 4-1. Into the line is Blazek. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on and lined down the left field line, but it goes foul up against the screen. Going over his Duda to grab it and get it back in. Like we said, this field is encompassed in fence. So if the ball goes down the left or right field lines, you've got to chase it down. It's 312 down the left field line, 310 down the right field line, 375 to dead center field, and it's 362 to left center, 350 to right center. Over right center is Paul Brown Stadium and the scoreboard. Over left center is the indoor football facility that they have over a 16-foot fence. And the pitch, Strasbaugh squares to bunt, misses at it on the offering. And the count now is 1-2 and two to Nick. Strasbaugh. Third baseman was playing deep, so he thought he'd drop one down the third baseline. The 1-2 pitch swung on, and that's taken inside a fastball. Nick took a deep breath on that one because he wasn't sure if maybe he took strike three. The count evens 2-2. Two and two. And the 2-2 pitch to Strasbaugh swung on, reaches out, and he bloops it into center field for a base hit. So Strasbaugh is 3-4 for four on the afternoon. Two singles and a triple. So he's on at first base, and it brings up Ryan Weaver. Weaver, suicide squeeze, and two strikeouts. So 0 for 3. Strasbaugh gets the lead off first base. And there he goes, and the pitch is outside. Throw down to second base is not in time. So Strasbaugh with the stolen base picks up the steal. On the year, that's his 20th stolen base of the year. Tying Aaron Spidell for the team lead, who had one earlier today. So now Strasbaugh at second base. Weaver with one down here in the top of the seventh. Bears already lead it by three. That pitch is high and outside, two and them. Check that, 0-1, and, and now it's 1-1. One and one. 
first pitch looked high and outside, but evidently they called it a strike, and now the count is one and one. Coming set, Blazik. Check Strasbaugh, and that pitch is swung on and grounded wide to the mound. And into center field for a base hit. Strasbaugh will round third. He'll come home to score easily, and it's 5-1 to one on the RBI single by Ryan Weaver to center field. His second RBI of the day, and the Bears lead it now 5-1. to one. So they get back the run that they, the Badgers picked up in the bottom of the sixth. And it brings to the plate Evan Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh has bounced into a fielder's choice, popped out to short, grounded into a double play. Weaver getting the lead off first. Short lead, and that pitch is a called strike. Nice changeup over the heart of the plate for 0-1 count. Shane Weaver is on deck. We're in the seventh. Bears lead it now 5-1 to with one down. Weaver getting a short lead, throw to first base. Weaver back in with a head first dive with the right hand. Blazek's got a nice move. He's a stocky kid, but boy, he's got nice footwork on the way on his move to first base. Coming set, Blazek getting the lead off. At first is Weaver. He's holding, and that pitch is swung on and lined into left center field. Coming over is the right fielder. They're not going to get it, and it's going to go halfway to the wall. Making a sliding stop is Kosick, and going into second with a double is the runner, Reidenbaugh. And now they've got Weaver caught between third and home. Weaver now gets out of the batter's, the batter's path, and he is called out as they get Weaver out trying to come home. So Weaver just took too big a lead around second base and is cut down at home. So there are two away after the double by Reidenbaugh, so he is at second base, and it brings up Shane Weaver. So Reidenbaugh at second, two down, as Weaver is cut down at home. And Blazek's pitch to Weaver, swung on and popped foul down the right field side, giving Chase is the first baseman Svetana, but he's not going to catch up to it. And the count is 0-1 to Shane. Aaron Spidell is on deck. And now they'll give Smetana and the second baseman Fisher an opportunity to get back to their positions. Blazek back on top of the hill. And the 0-1 pitch to Shane Weaver swung on and missed. Nice fastball from Blazek. And the count now, 0-2. Bears will have the bottom part of the batting order for the Badgers in the bottom of the seventh. And the 0-2 pitch. Now Blazek will step off the back of the rubber. Weaver out of the batter's box. Now steps back in. Right-handed hitter stands deep in the box. Getting the lead off at second is Reidenbaugh after his double. And that pitch is in tight. Weaver's got to back away from it. Nice little two-step there by Shane to back away from that pitch. One and two the count to Weaver. There goes Reidenbaugh. Pitch swung on, and it'll be lined into center field for a base hit. Reidenbaugh, who was on the move, is coming home to score, and it is six to one on the RBI single by Shane Weaver. So Reidenbaugh, who was on the move, scores the second run of the inning, and the Bears have opened up a six to one lead 
here in the seventh inning. And it will bring to the plate Aaron Spidell. Weaver on at first base. Spidell, one for three in the game. Had a single his last time up to left center field. And that pitch is swung on and grounded right back to the mound. Blazek picks it up, throws over in time, and that'll do it for the Bears here in the inning. But as they go to the bottom of the seventh inning, they are three outs away from gaining the regional championship game tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock. Your score, as we head to the bottom of the seventh, it is Waynedale 6 and Berkshire 1. Need a satisfying snack on the go? In your car and don't want to stop long? For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been servicing the public and been a supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like the Bears, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has a history of tradition and hard work. Just stay in your vehicle and cruise in. At the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, every beverage and snack need is met with prompt, courteous service. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com. Well, Junior Nick Guarnera will be the leadoff man for the Badgers. Bears three outs away from moving into the championship game tomorrow afternoon against Elyria Catholic. We'll be on the air if the Bears can put away the Badgers here in this inning. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at about 1245 tomorrow. We'll join you then. Six to one. It'll be Guarnera, Blazik, and Squire, the scheduled three. The six, seven, and eight hitters. Guarnera has struck out and grounded back to the mound. Right-handed hitter. He is 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Schlebaugh looking to complete the game and gain his ninth win of the year, and this one would be the biggest. Schlebaugh. Into the wind, and the first pitch to Guarnera is down low for a ball. 1-0 the count. Tomorrow's starting pitcher would be Evan Reidenbaugh, and he twirled a gem against Manchester last Tuesday. 1-0 the count. Schlebaugh struggled in his last inning but got out of it. And the pitch is a strike at the knees, 1-1. One ball, one strike the count. I honestly cannot tell you when the last time Waynedale went to a regional championship game. That pitch is outside and low for a ball. Two and one the count. Football, it was back in the Bill Cedar years. Basketball, they haven't been there since Eric Reby took them there as a player. Next pitch is swung on and grounded to short. Strasbaugh bobbles it. Still throws to first base in time. He kept the ball in front of him, picked it up, threw it over to first, and got Guanera by a step. One down here in the inning. And it brings up Nick Blazik. Blazik singled to center his last time up and flied to right. The junior 
Right-handed batter, one for two. One down here in the inning, the seventh. That pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. 0-1 the count. One down here in the seventh. Bears two outs away. That pitch swung on and missed by Blazek. 0-2 the count. This game has marched right along. We're still under two hours. 0-2 the count to Blazek. Squire is on deck. The wind by Schlebaugh. And the pitch outside and low. He changed his repertoire there where he normally comes with a high fastball ahead in the count 0-2 and 1 or 1-2. and two. He went with a low outside pitch. 1-2 and two the count. And the pitch, that is low and outside again, and the count evens at 2-2. Two and two. One down. We'll give you the Lem's Pizza star of the game at the end of this one. And that pitch on the 2-2 two and two bounces in front of the plate. 3-2. Now's when you've got to compose yourself and just think of the task at hand, and that's getting one out at a time. Three and two, the count. And the pitch is swung on and fouled right off of the foot, the inside of the back foot of Blazik's. And the count stays full three and two. Bears scored two in the first, one in the fifth, one in the sixth, and two in the seventh. And they lead it here six to one. Schlebaugh into the wind. And the payoff pitch swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. Blazek staying alive. Count still full, three and two. Schlebaugh out of the wind. And the payoff pitch again. Swung on and lined into center field. Coming in is Ball on the run and he's got it. For the second out of the inning. Blazik lines to center. Two down. The Bears are an out away from moving into tomorrow's championship game against Elyria Catholic. And it brings up Jared Squire. Squire singled. And maybe the key play of the game. He was picked off second. And popped to first. So he's one for two. Two down. Schlebaugh into the wind, and the pitch swung on and missed by Squire. Owen won the count. Marcus shakes off one sign as the wind starts kicking up from left to right. And the 0-1, that's a ball upstairs. One and one the count. Waynedale leads it six to one, one and one, and the pitch to Squire swung on and lined out into center field. Coming in is Ryden Ball. He's got it, and the game is over. The Bears move into the championship game tomorrow afternoon, and they will face off against the Illyria Catholic Panthers as they win it here this afternoon by a final score of six to one. That game tomorrow will be, as we said all afternoon, at 1 o'clock, not 5 o'clock that's on your schedule, 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. The Bears win it here today, 6-1. to one. We'll be back to wrap things up from Ducky Schroeder Stadium after this.
Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, the Bears jumped right out on top of this one in the first inning when they scored two runs. Nick Strasbaugh led off the ball game with a triple. Ryan Weaver then squeezed him home, and the Bears led it one to nothing. Shane Weaver with one out then doubled off the left center field fence. Aaron Spidell reached on an air, and a balk brought Shane Weaver home. And at the end of the first inning, the Bears led it two to nothing. They extended that lead out in the fifth, to three to nothing when Colton Purdy led off the inning with a bunt attempt. He bunted it right out in front of the plate. Smetana came in, picked it up, threw it down the right field line, and Purdy ended up on second base. Jarrett Varner then walked. Jarrett Wanzik then got a base hit to center field to drive home Purdy, and the Bears led it three to nothing. In the sixth inning, they added another run when Shane Weaver led off the inning with a double. He was then pinch run by Clay Miller. Aaron Spidell got a base hit, drove Weaver or I should say Miller, over to third base. And then Marcus Schlebaugh struck out. Colton Purdy then flied out to left field, driving home Shane Weaver, and that was the ball game, uh, the inning, as the Bears then led it 4 to nothing. They added two more runs the seventh inning to extend their lead to 6-1, to one, and that's the way things ended up here this afternoon. The Bears win it by a final score of 6-1. to one. Waynedale wins it by the score of 6-1. to one. They had six runs on nine hits. They committed one error in the ball game and left five men on base. For Berkshire, they had one run on four hits, three errors, and they left a total of five men on base here this afternoon. Waynedale's record now extends itself out to 23 and 5 on the year while Berkshire ends up the year at 15 and 10 and the Bears move into the championship game tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock against Elyria Catholic. We'll be back with more right after this timeout. Tired of the same old national pizza chains? Try Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Sponsor of tonight's Star of the Game. Locally owned and operated since 1996, Lem's Pizza offers the best in pizza, subs, wings, and now 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Delivering value every time with a hometown personal touch. Lem's Pizza is a proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like us on Facebook. Order now by calling 695-7111. Well, we'll give away our Lem's Pizza start of the game coming up here in just a few minutes. But Marcus Schleybaugh wins his ninth game of the year. He's now 9-0 and on the season. He twirled seven innings here this afternoon, giving up just one run on four hits. He walked one batter, and in the contest, Marcus struck out three in the ballgame as he wins his ninth 
game of the year. And the Bears move into the championship game tomorrow afternoon with a 6-1 to victory here today. We'll be back to give away our Lem's Pizza start of the game right after this final timeout. At Lem's Pizza in Fredericksburg, you get a pizza you won't get anywhere else. There's a reason we've been in business since 1996. We use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza, open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 2. And we're open until 9 on Sunday through Thursday, until 10, Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza on the square of Fredericksburg. Like us on Facebook, 695-7111. All right, here's the way things shake out for tomorrow. The championship game will be at 1 o'clock. We'll be on the air at 12.45 with the pregame show. That will be Illyria Catholic against the Waynedale Golden Bears for the right to play at Huntington Park in Columbus next week for the Final Four in the state tournament. Time now to give away our Lim's Pizza star of the game, and that will go to Nick Strasbaugh. Nick was 3-for-4 in the afternoon, scored two runs, really set the table for the Bears, leading off the game with a triple. He's the winner of our Lim's Pizza star of the game here this afternoon. He gets a certificate for a large two-item pizza free from Lim's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Our thanks to Rich Kelly up at the Geauga Lake paper for helping us out. Also, Eric Dorkson from the Worcester Daily Record. Our thanks to Steve Smetana at Berkshire for helping us out. Also to Chris Lapish and Justin McDowell from Waynedale. Our thanks to Greg Mitchell for producing this afternoon's show, to Mandy Wanzik for helping us post things on Facebook. But most of all, our thanks go out to you for listening here this afternoon. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you one final time, your score here this afternoon. Waynedale moves on in the OHSAA State Regional Tournament with a 6-1 to victory over the Berkshire Badgers. They will play tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock. I'm Dave Mitchell. Until tomorrow at 1245. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Wayndale Golden Bears Baseball. Today's game has been brought to you by the Shelf Brothers Farms, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on Connie Road 192. Yoder Builders. The Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Call 695-7111. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Spidel Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek, and by Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com.